You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. going to be a conversation about GDKPs. Uh, I've been trying to get someone on the show for a long time. Uh, it seems that everybody I had asked that ran DKPs or was part of the le- the leadership structure didn't seem to want to come on. And I've tried for a long time now since uh, since classic vanilla towards, towards the end. And I just had a game freak from last week's review hit me up and offer to have a conversation about GDKPs with me and give me a little education on it. So, uh, welcome to the show, Game Freak. How you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, Bob. Hey, hey, hey. hey. All right, so now we always get to know people when they come on the show. Usually it's a content creator, but I feel it's important to just get to know somebody's WoW background before you talk about whatever you're going to talk about, just because I think it's important. So that's what we're going to do. So uh, give us a little bit of your WoW background, like when you started playing, you know, in proper, you know, actual what's called retail now. When did you start playing yeah. WoW? <laughs> I actually it's it's kind of a funny story. I started playing WoW a uh, when I used to go to the Boys and Girls Club, if anyone knows what that is. Uh, they had a computer lab when I was that age, um, and the They're like the YMCA, yeah, kind of. Okay, yeah, it was kind of okay. like a rec, like a rec center, kind of. Yeah, I mean that's basically and, what uh, the what the what the YMCA was. The Young Men's of America. I don't even know what it's called, but yeah, yeah, it's like the newer version of like a YMCA. Gotcha. I think they're, I think Boys and Girls Cubs are still around too, but um, yeah, so. I was probably, I want to say I was like 12 years old and like we didn't have a home computer or anything. And the guy that ran the computer lab, he played a bunch of Warcraft, uh, Warcraft three. And so I got into footman frenzy and then he showed me this game called world of Warcraft and I got into it. It was just before TBC came out and I started as a dwarf hunter named, uh, need for speed because I thought it was a cool name Nice, (laughs) and I got to Tanaris at like level 44 and then I stopped playing because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> really? So how <laughs> old I, were you about? Uh, well, I'm 29 or I'll be 29 this year. So, so I, you were pretty I was, young. Probably, I was, I was pretty young. Probably like 13 or something like that or 14. Yeah, 12, 13. But yeah, so yeah, I quit for a while and then I came back uh, when I, we had a computer at the house and I started playing in the tail end of TBC. The, the most the only memory that I remember is going into Karazhan on my warrior named Game Freak. Um, and it was a night elf warrior, go figure. And uh, <laughs> those I are pretty the, rare these days. Yeah, I kind of, man, I kind of wish I didn't go horde. I would totally make a night elf warrior <laughs> just like for the nostalgic factor. But yeah. uh, I, I remember going to the Kara, it was pre patched because I remember the, the ghoul like infestation thing and then getting the uh, Arcanite Reaper or Ripper. The thing that turned you into the undead guitarist, and then oh, I went oh, full the Ripper, yeah, the uh, guitar. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I still have it on. I still have it on my warrior. To that's this a day, rare so item. Cool. Oh man, that's a rare item. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, so I, I did that, and I was probably like what 14, 14 going into fifteen. I was high school, and I got super into Wrath. I remember playing Wrath pretty often. We did Arena a lot, and we did um, what was it? I did some of the raids. I did Nax. We did three Drakes and the Obsidian Sanctum or whatever it was called. And then I played a bit into Kata, and then I stopped, and then haven't really touched the game too much. And then when Classic was announced, my first my first thought process when classic was originally announced was that, uh, I was like, that means TBC is going to come. And I didn't get a chance to play TBC. I was way too young and I didn't know what was going on. And so, yeah, so I played, I have, I have, I am a day one classic gamer. I have not stopped playing wow. Classic since it re-released. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, first thought I had was, does this mean, Wrath Classic is going to come out. I mean, I remember having that thought at BlizzCon uh, when it was announced, I think in 2017, BlizzCon. It was either 2017 or 2016. I think it was 2016, maybe. They announced it, and I was like, oh. Because I didn't think I would actually play Vanilla Classic because the memories for me are a little rough because I just lost my whole like life. It was like right after college, I was in the guild that you rated 40 hours a week because we were actually progressing server seconds, you know, oftentimes mm-hmm. like, and so it was not, it was a job. And so it, it, I kind of remember it as being very tedious, but when I got in, I was like, Oh, I could do this and I could redo it. And do it easy this time around. So that was what actually got got me to stick. But uh, um, how long did you play like retail for though? Because you you played Wrath. Did you keep playing like through? Oh yeah, I played through Wrath. Um, played into Kata, and then Kata is when I started to stop really playing. I played a little bit of Mop, and just like not near the level of play. I mean, I was like towards the tail end of my like high school years, and like. You know, it wasn't Girls. cool to play World of Warcraft, you know. <laughs> yeah, it did it like, was definitely I could that. pull I could pull it off at home as like a teenager without a car, like it's whatever. Yeah, it's like where your friends like out you and you're like, dude, shut up, I don't play World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was literally like the D D half the time as a kid. And uh yeah, I just all I wanted to do was I didn't want to participate in anything and I just wanted to go home and play WoW. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I was such a such a nerd. Oh man, dude, me too, me too. It wasn't wow when I was in high school, but it was it was other things that uh other older games where I could date myself, but yeah. Like like uh like Pong. Pong is <laughs> no if it wasn't that old. <laughs> Let's just say the first time I played (laughs) Super Mario Brothers, Super, yeah, Super Mario Brothers. The first time I played that, my dad had to lift me up at the bar and put me on a chair to play it. Wow. And then he would Super Mario Brothers at at the bar? Yeah, yeah. It was just one of the. That's that's a rad bar. Dude, the uh, 80s, man, like the 80s had like all kinds of arcades everywhere like just you know they'd have like three different machines usually pac-man super mario brothers and something else but yeah that was what kept me busy while he played darts but uh getting off getting off subject a little bit uh so okay 
You came back to classic, but did you ever play private servers? This is an interesting one I like to ask people. I did. I did a little bit. I played <clears throat> very ever so slightly. And I don't know if it was because I was like, because I was a kid and didn't know any better, but I, I literally thought if you played private servers, they would like Blizzard like knew <laughs> that you were playing private servers and they'd like ban your account if they found out you were playing private servers. <laughs> like I was so scared <laughs> to play private servers because I didn't want to lose my account. And uh, so I did a little bit, but not not near the amount like other people. And it was probably just because I didn't know any better. And I just thought it was like a bad thing. It was like not OK. <laughs> See, I had heard about them, but never thought they would be anything big. And I guess for me, it's just the thought of losing your character sounded like the worst possible thing in the world. So, yeah, I did. Like to this day, like I, I, I don't do anything because I don't want to lose my character. I just look at it. It's like a huge time sink. I'm like, I don't want to lose. This. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah. If I don't, even if I don't play it for like the next 10 years, I don't want to lose that. Yeah. Like buying gold, it's like. Uh, it sounds like a it sounds like a nice easy thing, but oh, man, like losing all that time just sounds scary. And everybody's like, "Oh, they don't do it long." I'm like, "I would do it the one time they decide to up it to a six month band." So yeah, no, yeah. you know, like that's how I felt. Like I was like, "I the one time I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna get like perma band." Yep. They're just gonna be like, "Nope." Like I would nah. be the guy they make the the example of, and then they'd be like, "And he's a podcaster on Warcraft Reloaded." <laughs> We know no. everything about him. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so, um, so okay. So you came back to classic, and you've just been playing hardcore. Like you started immediately, like went right in. Was like, I'm gonna be hardcore. Did you know any people starting, or did you just jump right in? And uh, it was just some of uh, like my close friends that were all like the same age that all played WoW like secretly in high school because it wasn't like the cool thing <laughs> that the the kids did. Like we were like you know hung out with like. Uh, like baseball players and football players and we all like secretly had this network of wow nerds so like it was like three or four of us all got back together and uh they played for a bit i was in a guild with a few of them and they just weren't to the level of like what i wanted to be at and i joined a new guild and uh yeah i mean i was i was a pretty scrub at the beginning of classic i used to look at this guy uh i'm something hey i'm Mayo. And his parses were like 99. And I'm like, how do you do this? I parse like 55. Oh, wow. What is this parse? I didn't know anything about world buffs. I didn't know anything about consumes. I didn't know anything. And I learned real quick. And I got my parses back up. But eventually I switched to my warrior. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, people didn't. Like, I know all these like private server people try to say like, oh, everybody used them in the past. I'm sorry, dude. I was there. I was doing the top end stuff, at least on PvP servers, nobody messed with world buffs because you were constantly wiping because you were progressing. Like world buffs became a thing late in vanilla with AQ and like Nax uh uh stuff. Like and basically like you're became, talking like original vanilla? Original, yeah. Uh, and like yeah. everybody has this notion that all these things like the min-maxing was really quite poor, especially on PvP servers. So it was just like, it was a whole new world for me as well. And then the whole raid logging thing, like when we first got the DM buffs with the guild, they were getting to like six hours before the run. And I was like, well, but the run's not for six hours. They're like, yeah, you just log out. You just keep the buff. I was like, but then you play. Like, and I know I've told this anything. story that's many what, times. That's what, but alts, that's what alts are for, right? It's still like, to this day, it's just like, what? 
But uh, yeah. Yeah, that story you have is so common with so many of us. I have that same story that you have from coming back to classic with friends. Every single expansion, or original, original vanilla, TBC, Wrath, Kata, and then uh, classic, where a bunch of friends I know that played came back. And they're not playing anymore. Like it just ended up being me and Mel moving on to doing the end game stuff. And it's just like, I feel like so many people have your story. It's pretty common. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was a whole new world that I got opened up to. Like I learned everything. I was like as green as it could get going into classic. I had no previous experience on how anything worked in vanilla world buffs consumes the whole dispel meta. Oh, um, yeah, dude. I didn't know anything to do with that. So I, it was it was very new to me. I don't know what your server situation population-wise was whenever Phase 2 hit, but uh, people that were on servers that were there were the underling faction will never forget that. I, I got dispelled like two or three times, and I just, I never got, there was a, then I just didn't, I didn't get dispelled. It just didn't happen. Yeah, I'd, I, I was always amazed by people in my guild like I got dispelled once, once, yeah. and then I researched everything to possibly know how I needed to get rid of my PVP flag. I knew exactly yep. if I got on a flight path, it would it would take it off immediately. I knew exactly what to do. I knew where to not not go. I had in in invisibility pots. I yep. had everything. I did not get dispelled ever again. Um, I did die on the way to the dungeon once or twice, but you know, like forty on forty, it's kind of hard at times. Sometimes eighty on 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 forty in our case, but yeah, you're not gonna yeah, you're <laughs> not gonna always make it in with the with the with the buffs on still. Yeah, I, do you remember that? Did did you ever use the palm tree on the ZG island? I used to do that all the time. I never got dispelled in there. It was so palm funny. Tree. I don't think there's I, like a on top. I was on top of, of the. People. It was on top of yeah, the like what's it called that that hut the second story hut thing yeah 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 if you like went on top and then jumped jumped on the tree yeah on the tree you literally like hid inside the palm tree oh, and the only I never way they could that. see you is if they like moused over it see I just would uh, ZG I would just like AFK while working and I would get that one first I know it like screwed up some of my timings on the other ones but you know like. I wasn't about to like mess with like ZG as like we'll have like the like whole a later network, one. Man. Like, no, come on, <laughs> no, dude, we never did. We never did. We did at times, like, but uh, I also regret as a warrior never getting War Chief's blessing. But it cost a fortune oh, yeah, on my That's server right. to have that to make that happen, and I was just like, I never did it. I kind of wish I did, but yeah, I came in kind of green because I had never played Warrior. I'd played Rogue and Locke uh, at the start of TBC and then Rogue for the entire the rest entirety. of entirety. Yeah. yeah. So I came in with, with Warrior, so I was pretty green off the bat, too. So I oh, get that. It's, warriors are easy. There's three buttons you pressed and you parsed to 99, so. If you have so. world buffs, but... I, true, true, true. I I was always the guy that once I lost him, I would still be competing on damage because, you know, if you don't have world buffs, you got to really worry about heroic strike canceling and things of these of these nature and really pri prioritizing where world buffed and then later in Nax, like heroic strike was like 
you know, more important than than world than 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 whirlwind. Like, like yeah, actually it, changed. Like, it scaled like so much higher. Yeah, at a certain attack power, you basically were changing what you did. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time. So, last question to get to know you: horde or alliance? Horde at the moment. <laughs> Do you Debating have any to go to alliance? Okay, so you don't really have any like faction bias like some do, like like Yip and yeah Alliance. I started Horde because I played Alliance on retail and I wanted something different, and I never experienced Horde, so I was like, "Why not try something new?" Oh, cool! Yeah, I was. I don't know. I was. I didn't know. Once again, I didn't know anything about racials. I didn't. Not none of that. Nothing. I just picked it because I didn't play it before. So. Yeah, I didn't think about it. All I thought about was Wrath and every man for himself. And I was like, I'm going back to Alliance. Because I remember in Wrath just being so mad that I was that I was Horde. Cause I'm like so nervous for Wrath. I'm so nervous for Wrath. Like everyone keeps talking about how broken humans are. And I'm like, oh, God, Dude, like, this isn't, isn't going to be fun. There's so much that changes in Wrath. And the, like, there's so much. There's so much everybody's going to be wrong about in, in Wrath. Like, Oh, yeah. Like there was a all bunch these of stuff that was wrong in TBC. Tons and even vanilla too. And and there'll be stuff Blizzard screws up on, like releasing different things earlier than planned mm-hmm. and stuff of that nature. But there's gonna be a lot of stuff wrong. Right now I'm going on record saying that uh, I don't think prot warriors are gonna be as horrible as everybody seems to say they are. I don't think they're gonna be the best, but I think you're gonna be just fine with the prot warrior or a druid you know or a dk like paladins might be a little op op, op but i just know that i did TKs, tks were pretty broken too oh yeah they were broken They're many silly. different ways throughout because they changed so much but prot warriors we went all and i don't know if there's a bunch of changes that happened during wrath but went for the first three three phases doing top end stuff and we had a warrior main tank, and I know a lot of people that were the same way. So I just, I don't buy into this thing going to be horrible. No, I'm talking about wrath. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, TBC. I didn't, know, I, didn't like, I didn't really raid much. Well, like a TBC, like people were saying that TBC warriors are going to be trash, and then they were like pretty broken from the start of Ra- or of TBC re-release. Like they weren't bad by any means. Yeah, but Shield so, Rock was like. Shield Brock was just really good at the start without out gear, but uh, they definitely yeah, aren't true. as strong now. But you can still get by just fine with a prop mm-hmm. warrior as long as they oh, do, yeah. as long as they're a, a gamer. So I don't know. I don't buy into it. I'm gonna. I'm really excited on everything. All of us are wrong about once Wrath comes around, but we're not talking about Wrath. Let's jump into GDKPs. So. Tell me about your experience real quick with GDKPs. Because you said you were kind of new to it before starting this endeavor with your guild, right? Yeah, so how it used to work, like at least on the server, and I wonder if anyone actually listens to this that played on Blamau, um, the GDKPs weren't like super prominent on that server. There were some, and I didn't. I knew what they were, but I never participated. So when I came to Grobulus, I was one of the refugees that came to Grob. And uh, I didn't I didn't know anything about GDKP. So I started the SR thing and I literally uh, the amount of like just really bad players you get by not doing GDKPs is pretty profound. 
Um, but anyways, we I started it like that, and I used to hard res DST for the guild, and I used to rotate people in for our guild to try to get a DST for us, and it was just it was like painstaking process to build a group. So one of the other guys that I play with, his name is Vex. Uh, Vex brought up they had to do uh, idea to do GDKPs, and so then that started in November of last year, October of last year. And we started doing that with SSCTK and Gruel and Mag, and it worked out really well. And we got really good players. We cleared pretty much like a normal guild would. So that's kind of where it started. So that's what I did all all through. And pretty sure this is going to air afterwards. So I'm pretty sure I've already talked about earlier in the show my first like TBC GDKP. So I won't get into that much because that should have already happened. But um. <laughs> I did a whole bunch of soft res stuff at the start of TBC and man, the difference in caliber from what you get when you pay people to come and what you get when you don't is really different. Like you're getting all alts pretty much or someone yeah. trying to hard res something like it's, and then you have people leaving when they, when yep. like the one thing they wanted doesn't drop and all of a sudden they're just Pre- they're, they're pretending to like DC, but they're, you know, they're, they're freaking there. You know, they're there. Like, and so, yeah, yeah, I know how bad that was. So, okay. So you started doing this and like, you started getting good caliber players. So um, is this like just you and your friend or is it your whole guild? Like, is this like, is this like a whole network that you've started here? Or yeah. So so it, like I said, it started with me and Vex. It was Vex's idea to get it going. I was really, I got pushed into the role to be a raid lead for our team, like our main raid team on our guild. Um, so I got pretty used to talking to people. I'm I'm a big introvert, so I don't like talking. Oop, hold on. Locked up a little bit there. Oh, am I back? You're back. You're back. You said you're a big introvert. Start there. Yeah, I'm like a big introvert. So raid leading wasn't like my forte. I didn't do it in T or in WoW Classic uh, Vanilla. Um, this was I got pushed into it in our main run because we lost our raid lead, and I happened to be the main tank. So it was kind of like went hand in hand. Um, Does it really? So, like I always feel like the tanks doing. I mean, I feel like the tank can do pulls and stuff, but I, I'm always in awe of tanks that can raid lead because I feel like I would be too. I guess if you're really used to tanking, maybe. Hope you locked up a little bit there again. Houston, we have a problem. Look like you really want to tell me something, though. <laughs> Houston, Maybe. Oh, you're back now. You're back now. Okay. Yeah, my internet's been a little spotty. It's been driving me crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I like main tank and uh, main tank and uh, raid leading. I like to set the pace, and I can ma- I can do that really well as a tank, being like at the front rather than at the back. Or as a DPS, like if you're a rogue, you're not going to run in there and be like, hey, guys, we're going. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so. Well, I, I could just see like I always thought like, I don't know, a ranged DPS would be better or even somebody that's just not even in the raid. But I guess like I've I've only raid leaded as a DPS and I only really did it for a time in TB or in Wrath 10 and 25 man next. So that's all the only time I've ever done it. So. Yeah, our, our, my my old raid lead back in WoW Classic Vanilla was a uh, was a hunter. So he would like set the pace because he's a hunter. He can basically pull for the tanks. 
So it was a different change of pace for sure. But like I said, anyway, back to the thing. Um, so yeah, Vex like wanted to handle like the rostering and stuff and the vet vetting of people, you know, you don't want to bring someone in and be like a total rat that says they have gold and then they get there and they don't have any gold or yeah. they get there and they say they're something and they're not something, you know, um, or if they're not going to show up or they're just horribly under geared. Um, so he kind of handled like the, the logistics in the back end. And then I handled all the raid leads, the assignments. I set up like spreadsheets, like uh, all sorts of things like Vash and stuff. I had like a diagram that I set up would post um, to make it as smooth as possible. So, nice. yeah, so it was it was between me and him. And now it's kind of like evolved to being more. We actually run three black temples. So we run one tonight and then we run two on Sunday, run two or three Hygels, a whole bunch of ZAs, a whole bunch of Karas. Um, two, two SSCTKs. So it's now it's like me, Vex, a guy named Sox and a guy named Q that all like, kind of like the four of us as a team kind of like work together on the different, like, uh, the looting, the, the rostering, the vetting, the raid leading. So, but it's not, it's, kinda, awesome. it's, 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 it's called mastermind. That's a guild I'm in. It's Mastermind's GDKP, but it was more or less like the two of us. And then now it's the four of us, but it's not directly associated with the guild we just use the guild as the as the tag because people know the guild so it goes it doesn't like I, i'm not gonna call gotcha. it game freaks gdkps so gotcha gotcha it's weird see because like the podcast is it really aff affiliated with varg our, our guild at all but everybody seems to think it's a podcast guild it's like dude both half the people or even more than that don't even listen to the podcast <laughs> you know so it's just like <laughs> So they're all they're like like half the times someone will join and they'll be like they'll send a they'll send a tell they got from somebody that says they love the podcast. They'll be like, "What does this? What 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 is this? And what, if, what does this mean? <laughs> what is this person talking about?" It's like uh, it's uh, just Bob and Yip's like, podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So um, so okay. So you just you just kind of keep growing, but like I assume you have. So like you raid with your guild normally. So you just yeah. kind of like try and so you probably get a lot of the carries from your guild. So it actually worked out and I it worked out really well. It was a a great way for us to like build a roster almost um or a bench, sorry, not a roster. Kind of like a bench of players that like really stood out in the GDKP that didn't have a home and that felt comfortable like one of our uh, boomkins seemed blue moon uh he's like a fuck sorry he's a stud um and he uh he was a gdkp like he just came to gdkp because he couldn't make normal raid schedules because of he was in school um so it kind of like i don't know it was like super super cool tool for our guild to like see players and how they work in the gdkp and see if they're good and then like oh. kind of came to our main raid as well Kind of like a minor league, kind of like a kind of like a minor league, almost, yeah, yeah, a farm team for your for your possible like oh that's mm -hmm. the much better way to vet somebody than like to like try them in there yeah yeah because like yeah. I feel like no matter who you are tryouts have to be just horrible for a non narcissist you know what I mean <laughs> like anybody who like has any fear of not of not of not fitting in or screwing up is going to be just like 
scared to death on a tryout. That's 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 how I mean I was scared to death doing my GDKP last night, like, and I was doing just fine, but I was just like nervous, you know. And so I don't know. I feel like that would be a much better way to vet new recruits, and like they wouldn't expect anything from you either, you know, like. And what's what's really cool, and we've actually had a lot of people reach out, is since I raid lead um, one to two of them a week, uh, I used to do a lot more. Me and Vex, it was used to be a two-man show for SSA TK, and then we like had Socks and um, Q come in and helped out a lot, because it used to be like just the two of us focused on everything. So I was running main raid, GDKP SSC TK, GDKP BT, GDK, uh, GDK, uh, GDKP Kara, Gruel Mag, like it was like a lot of raiding. And I still do a lot. Like I, I main raid on our own, uh, what, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and I GDKP raid lead tonight. I also help out with the Hydral. I now don't have a rat paladin anymore. My paladin's actually pretty geared. Um, so I'll be doing another raid lead for the Sunday night one. Um, but yeah, so people would like get a vibe of like how we work, like as like our guild, because I'm the one talking a lot of the time and raid leading. So if they came and joined our team, they'd be like, oh, it's the same dude that's been talking to GDKPs. I know how he how he raid leads. He's not like, you know, yelling at me because I important. did something wrong, you know? Yeah, super so, important. So it's it like GDKP actually like helped a lot with our uh, with rostering, honestly, and our main runs. Sounds like a way better way to to recruit too, because I, I have a feeling Yip is scared to death of trying to recruit again if we were to no longer have a have a bench and be really looking for new people. Like we're in a good spot right now, but if we weren't in that good spot, I know he'd be like, "Uh, nerve wracking." Yeah, you just have to keep testing it out every week. Whereas you could be getting a feel for people, and you could be. You know, there could be people vouching for people and telling officers, dude, you should have seen this one guy's killing it. You know, like, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's, that's really cool. I hadn't thought about GDKPs, although we've had Kim in our guild. You've heard about him many times, probably yeah. heard him on the show. He's mm-hmm. been like throwing that idea out constantly that we do a GDKP as, uh, as the guild, but no one ever picks it up or wants to do do the work on it you know like the guild it's on it it's so easy <laughs> like seeing and doing it now for months dude it is it is a breeze like compared to main raid shenanigans like it is a breeze <laughs> granted i don't do a lot of the logistics behind the scene anymore but at least when i used to with x i it's it is there it, there's just so much less drama it's so much it's so easy it kind of runs the show, especially if you have good players, like we were saying earlier, like you have a whole different caliber of players coming in. Yeah. So like you have a bunch of good players, like the raid's going to pretty much run itself in a lot of ways. So don't have yeah. to sweat, sweat stress as much. Yeah. Cause I mean, the, the, what I was in, it was pretty much like, you know, everybody knew exactly what they were doing. Like I knew exactly what I was doing. Everybody else mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And then the people that were like super buyers weren't, stressed into making mistakes like they were real slow to do anything you know and which was fine you know like do do a you know whatever you can but like you're here to buy like that's your that's that's your deal and so therefore you know there's no not a person trying to 
try out for 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 the guild and and ripping aggro and doing everything else you know wrong so worked out really good but uh yeah what's his uh tyrannosaur is who was on last week yeah 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 like he was saying like we do that the cut thing like like we we have a rule of thumb like if you die on slarion or baron geddon 2.0 we're taking half your cut and putting it into the pot. Like, <laughs> like if you blow up in the raid, that is a hundred percent on you. There is no other way around. Oh, it. dude. Okay. That okay. I don't know if I told this story. I just won't. I just won't tell it uh, earlier in the podcast. So, in the past, I won't tell this story. But uh, so we're towards the end of the night in that GDKP. And I've never seen a wipe on Solarian. And oh, no. I only just recently, uh, because my guild was thinking it was funny, only just recently actually seen my, myself get blown up in the air. Like, I've never seen this before, right? Yeah. And two, we get someone, like two different people blow us into the sky on Solarian, and we actually wipe. And I was like... Wow, I've never seen that happen. And then, uh, and then, like the guy is like, "Oh, dude, uh, my my uh, uh, my internet, my deadly boss mods, like, is it is it working right?" Blah blah blah. And I was sitting there going like, "Okay." And then we go and we do it the next time. I'm the first person that gets it. My deadly boss uh, boss mods like comes up. I'm like running out of the raid. And he was like, he was like, lock, lock, lock. Oh, see, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Cause I was <laughs> yeah, already, that's you do. yeah, I was, all, I was already out of the raid. And it's just like, it's like, people make up excuses, but you know, like I've always found it the best way is to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny. Cause that's the first time I've ever seen a wipe on that boss. And my guild has tried to wipe us just as a joke. So that was the only yeah. bad thing really that happened throughout the night though. The rest of it was pretty smooth. That's good. Okay. So uh, break down for me how yours work. Cause you have a certain rule set. So I kind of want to go over that. Cause you said there's, uh, you know, there's admin cuts and there's consume cuts and yada, yada. So yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So how we break it down is there is a um, it's 80 percent is goes to the raid. So 80 percent is your cut as like someone like Bob showing up like that's just as that is part of his cut is 80 percent of the pot. Um, and then 20 percent is then uh, used broken down. It's for uh, there's a guild cut. So we help fund our own guild bank. Kind of like we don't have a Kim in our in our guild as much as I wish we did. Um, <laughs> but we have a, a small percentage. I think it's two and a half percent or something, but that 20% is broken down into many different percents of uh, the guild cut, the tank cut, um, and then a admin cut slash like raid lead cut, and then a discretionary cut. And discretionary cut is basically what we use for um, consumables. We look over logs. I mean, we've even broken it down to like how often is people using their trinkets? Um, cause there's a lot of times that people like kind of like zombie mode during trash and it's like, you should use your trinkets. You should use your, um, three minute CDs, like help speed up trash. I'm horrible so, at using trinkets during trash. I, I get better. It's going to be up. I on. promise. <laughs> like I, I, I need to just 
put them to my seed because like that's yeah, all I'm you doing, you know, like so like it really wouldn't be that 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 bad, but like I am I'm 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 getting better and I even switch them out at times now, but I still I miss a lot of those. Like I'm probably every other one missing or every other other one and it's it is it's pretty bad but it gets so so monotonous you know like you're just doing seed over and over again although yeah. in my defense my trinkets don't really help my um seed all that much like i need crit for seed so i am switching into yeah. a seed set so i am doing uh, you know some extra work there but uh it's kind of fun though like you like min max like the different sets you use i do it all the time as a tank Oh yeah, um, dude. Take you. Like I have, to- you I have, have to. so many different sets that I use. I have like a contrast set. I have like a set for this boss, but a set for a different set for this boss. And I don't know. It's kind of adds to like a more depth in the game. It doesn't get so monotonous. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The but cuts, it's hard. Like, we look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What oh, I was yeah. getting that. Like it, it, it's fun. Like it, I don't know. It depends. Like what your no. I mean, just definition of fun is remembering to pop the trinkets. I could see how like people just kind of forget about that because you know trash hey an extra like 200 and what 50 spell power on your seat is a lot of extra damage especially if it hits like 10 targets it's, you know well it's 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 only big if you're not uh if you're not aoe capped it's really weird how it how it works like it actually yeah, doesn't I, I know nothing about warlock yeah you're basically trying to stack as much crit as you can the more mobs you're actually seeding um it does help don't get me wrong like i should be popping it but it's not as important as like say a fury warrior popping trinkets or a rogue popping trinkets. That's important, especially during cleave, you know? Yeah. Just for the amount of uh, benefit they get, but we're not here to discuss that. Like there's no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like there's that, those cuts we look at like, um, Trinket usage, uh, overall parse, like trash damage. I was a big advocate for trash damage. The thing in my main runs and the GDKPs, I hate when people go AFK. Unless you like, if you have a valid reason, like you know you got a kid or something, you got to step away. Totally understandable. There's a lot of times where people are just kind of like pressing auto shot, you know, pressing one button. It's like you're not helping <sighs> like speed up the pace here, especially with BT. Man, you can make BT either a two hour raid or a four hour raid just depending on like the players you have. So um, we like, you know, we're throwing a cut for that. We throw, we actually have a, I, I won't say the word we call it, but we have a cut for the person that ha- is in the, is in the cope group, so to speak. So a lot of the times the survival hunter is like in the healer group, you know, he can't really, he's not going to uh, parse that well not, in a yeah, healer group, do very good. but we need a survival hunter, you know, um, same goes with like boomkin. If a boomkin's in a bad group, or if we have two boomkins and one's in a bad group, so we try to reward someone like, hey, they took the hit. They're not going to parse well. They're not going to do as much damage. They deserve a cut because they're still trying, but they're just not in the proper group makeup. So yeah, so we yeah, break down true. that twenty extra percent into, you know, all these different cuts to try to reward people. And sometimes like when the pot's like a hundred and eleven thousand gold those discretionary cuts we do like six of them that's like an extra like 1200 gold on top of like 3k gold you just made so it's definitely like worth it to either consume use sappers do trinket usage parse well like you know we we reward those players for that yeah i take a lot of heat from my uh guild about af afk like it's I I understand it, and it's you know it's definitely my fault. But I'm old, 
and I drink when, when we rain a lot of the times, especially if it's on farm. If we're progressing, I always take those first few weeks off to like really get the stuff down. But then once we're farming, I like to drink and I have to go to the bathroom and like I run. You know what I mean? Like, own, yeah. I, I but like everybody just watches me like a hawk. Like I, they they and they just love to be like Bob's AFK again. I'm like, and then it doesn't help that I that I stream. I could probably hide it a lot better if I didn't stream the raids. But uh, yeah, yeah, I streamed probably. the raids, and so like, like literally they'll like follow. Like, they'll just look over and be like Bob's AFK. Like I'm just like okay, guys. Thanks, Thanks for watching the stream, but come on. <laughs> but um, I do but yeah. I do try and hurry as fast as possible. I'm never just leisurely AFKing somewhere. Like, I'm running. I actually broke my, my glass the other day, running back, and then had to glass, clean. like a table? No, no, broke my actual, like, oh, glass. Like, oh, my god! Because I was, I was running and didn't want anybody to catch me AFK, and my arm hit the thing, and it's just the cup just smashed everywhere and so i was afk even longer because of that like <laughs> oh man that's but that's but i every time i'm there i'm putting in 110 percent. so at yeah, least you know, well. but you know yeah at least my guild loves me that's uh, <laughs> or at least pretends to or at least puts up with me uh so okay so you do those you do those cuts and you have kind of like a spread a spreadsheet for it that makes it easier for you to like kind of parse out yeah, so we use like an Excel sheet that we like double check it. We have an Excel sheet like with functions and stuff and it breaks it down all down for us automatically. But we also have like a like a raid ledger and stuff that keeps track of like every item that sells and if it was traded, stuff like that. Um, but we like cross check it like one with the calculator, two with the Excel sheet and three with the, the ledger. So what about do you ever do pure uh pure pure buyers because there was three pure buyers in mine last night where they literally were just afk and some of them were on their main accounts rating and like literally the people were having to like send them a discord tell to be like hey this item you might want to you might want to want to bid on they seemed a little irked by that like but like they didn't get a cut so you have anything ever like like that we haven't done anything like that. I mean, I guess I could see it. Like if you're like hard carrying like the extra two people. So you're 23 manning a raid. Yeah. We I don't 22 like that, but, Or 22 manned it in yeah. that case. Yeah. I, we've never done that. We've done like things like when attunements were still a thing, which I still think is crazy. Attunements are gone. But uh, attunements was a big one where people would like hit us up like, hey, can I just buy, you know, I'll buy a spot. Like, can I, you know, do like 2K gold because they didn't want to run the whole raid. And they didn't get a spot. They're like, I'll throw two K in the pot if I can just be there for the KT kill, uh, so gotcha. I can get the like get the attunement done. Um, so we had a few of those, but I mean, they weren't like bad players. They were just they just wanted one thing. So we'd have someone that sat out that didn't really need anything, and you know, they basically bought an item by buying a spot and just for the attunement. So gotcha, gotcha. Well, and like this is also this was SSC TK, so it's not like it's the you know prior content. So yeah, the carries that were there, like I was there in pure pure bis. You know, there wasn't anything I could really even get from the dungeon. But like, so it it, it wasn't really that. I guess bad. it would be different if it was like BT. Then yeah, it might be different. I'm assuming that they just 
couldn't take, you know, three people that just weren't doing anything. Like, I feel yeah. like I've, I, I feel like you need them to at least contribute something. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it sucked too. Cause I was one of two locks and the other lock was one of the pure buyers. So I had to do elements the entire night. Uh, I had to, you know, like I had to summon every single person, every single swap out they did. Cause they did do some. Well, the swap real outs. reason you're, you didn't like it is cause you know, you got to do extra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, and I wish they would have had your rules about con- consumes and stuff. Cause you know, I felt like I was there as a carry, not as a buyer and I wasn't planning to buy anything. So I took mm-hmm. a lot of consumes. So that cut into the profits but yep. you know that's that's the whole reason we started doing it too because like if we're going to pull in these high caliber players and they're going to want to do like play the best that they can they got to spend the gold to consume to do that so mm-hmm. it's like hey reward like we're not going to reward someone if they use like four hay spots like that's like nothing like obviously that costs something but it's like we have a guy that used 25 hay spots and one bt it's like obviously that guy like came to play and he's not messing around like yep. he's got all scrolls every fight like sappers and all this stuff like he he's coming to do the best that he can and it shows too i mean you look at the logs you're like dang this guy was like up there you know that's, and that's it's nice awesome. to be able to pull from that pot and like how we did the math like 20 percent sounds like a lot but once it's like dispersed like almost I think it was like five to 10% goes back just in the discretionary cuts. And like we as admin or raid lead or tanks, they, they're ineligible for a discretionary cut. So like I can't double dip as like an admin into the discretionary cut, gotcha. which doesn't prevent me from still like fully consuming. Like if, if we're going to incentivize people to consume and fully buff and all this stuff, like I'm going to do it as well. Like I, there's no reason I shouldn't. So. Okay. Okay. So, um, have you run any, have you like run other ones or heard about other rules for other ones? Like, is your rule set kind of typical or did you just come up, did you guys come up with it yourself or is it based on other people's rules? Are you constantly changing rules? I don't know. Get into it. We our, our rules have kind of like stayed the same. Um, we've kind of like, we've messed with the percentages, like on the cuts in that 20%, like less to the guild more to discretionary less to tanks more to discretionary like stuff like that but we're like super transparent we post the sheet that we use like so everyone can see the ledger everyone can see the breakdown um and uh i i from what i i've ran two other gdkps and it's like a straight 26 cut is how they do it so like the 26th or yeah the 26th cut is like for the guild or for like the people that run it so okay. that one extra cut is like for that person. Um, so there's like a whole different ways. Like I think ours is kind of unique in that aspect and some people hate it. Some people like it. It creates like a very good run. I mean, we had three, our three BTs last week all cleared in less than two and a half hours, which is pretty good for just a bunch nice. of like random players that we, I mean, some of us all play consistently, but you know, consistently two and a half hour clears, like to take a little bit less of a cut to just have a good, clear, clean dungeon or raid is, I, I feel like is worth it. What's a good time for currently an SSC TK combined run? Uh, our last one we did in less than two hours. It's like Damn. an hour and 55 minutes. See, SSC and TK for the one I was in last night was um, definitely not optimal groups. 
And uh, it was about, it was a little over three hours, like three hours and 10, three hours and 15. Yeah, I would, I would die. I would not be having fun. <laughs> it was, uh, I play, I, I'm not like a speed racer, like a speed clear, but man, I, there was a 15 old, minute old break content. I don't want to be there forever. Yeah, there was, oh, a, well then yeah. there was, there was that, but I mean, then like there was the whole silliness that happened at the end on Solarian too. Uh, oh, do you guys go to KT and then like we do this on ours because it's a GDKP and we just want to have fun. Like we take our KT weapons and go to Solarian, even though it like voids the logs. That's what, yeah, that's, that's what they yeah. did. But then we blew up. Wiped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess like I wasn't a great one, but we were also, like you said, 22 manning it and, yeah. uh, and I was the but, only lock, which, and I was number three overall damage, uh, for the whole raid bosses in, uh, trash. And I didn't have any improved, you know, sh shadow bolt help. Like not having at least three locks really cuts down your lock, like single target DPS, like by a ton. And then. Yeah. Like locks. It's like, you guys like, st like stacks, like, yeah. Like having multiple of you guys or something, right? Yeah. Basically it puts like, you put stacks on and then they, they work off as you cast spells on it. But uh, if you have like at least four locks, it's almost a hundred percent up uptime of twenty percent more, uh, twenty percent more shadow damage on shadow spells. So it's a pretty big buff. But yeah, if you don't have, you know, a this few is locks, like GDKPs have caught, taught me like stuff like like you just told me. Like I I, I didn't know how that worked. Yeah, I've yeah. learned by running GDKPs. Yeah, it, well, it's crazy how much you could like really make a make groups correct and like they they did have a boomy for me and they did have a elemental shami for me but of course i didn't know the elemental shami well so half the time i was running to an opposite side and then having to run back over to the shami and be like okay he doesn't go where my shami goes <laughs> you know like so there's lots of gotta different be, things like that totem. but you know that could it may be more oh aware uh you know of how to play with a different shimmy so you know that was i mean that that part was cool but uh yeah i was wondering um um i i, I have heard that a lot of a lot of uh really established gdkps do do the cuts and incentives i've just never seen it done but i've going through that server that i joined some of them posted afterwards and it looked very similar to the one that you sent me, uh, the screenshot. I think I lost you again. I don't know if you can still hear me. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, am I back? Am I back? Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 I, heard, I heard everything you said. It's just like the video cut out. Um, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's cool that, that we do that. I think it's fun to have some kind of like, kind of like a scoreboard to try to like compete against other players, but, I don't know. I mean, it just it just depends on the GDKPs and how they want to run it. But I I like this system. I think it's a fun system. I think it keeps people on their toes and wanting to be competitive with one another. And and knowing that it's like we don't look at just like the surface level. Like, oh, did you hit a ninety nine? Like, you're great. You know, it's like no. Nah, like, you can you don't have to hit a ninety nine, but not like there's so much other stuff that's involved. Like, you know. If they're a rogue that's stuck on council only doing interrupts, obviously his whole his parse that fight is garbage, you know. Yep. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, and then it just depends. Yeah, and poor rogues. Like, if you're the only rogue, your parse is just always going to be garbage it's because you're going to be, be garbage, doing. Yeah. It, yeah, you're doing imp, imp, improved armor pen, which yeah. cuts down so much that you can do as a rogue. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. So, is there anything else about like like rule sets you might you might want to cover? Like, um, we do we do warglaive bidding ahead of time, uh, because it's uh. It's a big payout. We actually are. I should say this. Our run was very blessed. So we we ran our first GDKP Black Temple the second week. Um, we had three main hand glaives drop in a row. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. <laughs> oh, man. it was uh, the, the payout. Those those first few payouts were uh, pretty juicy. So it was pretty nuts. But we do we do uh, the bidding ahead of time. So we know who we're bringing in so they bid against each other like in a discord channel and then that way we can set like we 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 cut it off at a certain time so then that way we can let the other person know if they didn't you know outbid the other they can go find another raid group so they're not like locked so like because everyone wants to get into a raid group and we try to be as vocal as like hey you didn't make the cut this week like you you have the ability to go find somewhere else um or be on bench you know people love to no show no call or no call no show so yeah well that's actually that's less greedy too where somebody might try to take people and just really bid it up as high as they can get it and that makes the person who got bid you know who lost it didn't get it salty but actually is that the only item you do that on or can people request that type of bid like if say someone really wanted skull could they be like listen i want to do that prior uh so not necessarily we do it we do it where it's like um we do it just for the warglaive but we've also had people like reach out they're like hey you know i'd like to get in this week i'm looking to buy this item like there's a lot of the stuff like the vex and q handle a lot of the time um i'll help every now and again but they'll reach out be like hey i want to buy a sea boss or i want to buy a skull or i want to buy a zardoom um you know i have x amount of gold to spend you know is it tangible and we'll be like well you know our last our doom went for 42k so unless you can kind of come close to that number i don't know if you can afford it so like we try to be as like transparent and be like we post our loot from every week prior so like hey it's like hey if you don't think you have enough like just check our previous loots like we've been pretty blessed with skulls um and we got our we've gotten a couple sea bosses. I mean, most of those hotly contested items, at least on our server in our run, because every GDKP is different, every server is different. Most of those items usually run like 30, 30 to forty five k. That's a question so, I should have asked. Like, wow, whoo! But I mean, then that pays out. So, what does an average like? So, what does an average just uh, BT GDKP payout look like? Here, I'll pull. I can't share screen. I don't know how to do that, but I'll pull up the most recent. We had actually two very blessed runs. Yeah, it's okay this though. This is this is mainly an audio podcast, so visual aid isn't really going to help the <laughs> listeners as, as much. I guess okay, on so, YouTube, but we don't want to alienate our large listenership. So on our last, why is this so small? Oh, there we go. So our last two Sundays, so our Sunday AM run was a hundred and eleven thousand payout. So per per member before any discretionary cuts was thirty five hundred gold. 
and we added an extra thousand because I think you wanted to throw an extra thousand in. And so we did one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Looks like ten cuts. One was split, so nine cuts. Um nine or 10 cuts. And that was an extra 655 gold each to those people for like consumes and all that stuff. So those people made like 4,500 gold for that run for a pot of 111,000. Nice. Um, the main tank took home 5,700 in total off tanks made 5,200 each. Cause you, you don't want to do a run and have like bad tanks. I thought no one wants that. Like if a tank can't hold oh, yeah. aggro and stuff like that. So we like, we reward the tanks for being good. Um, and then, yeah, we had another pot of 108, and that was like 3,400 each. Um, so it just depends. I mean, I think, yeah, Storm's, Storm Rage Signet went for 15,000 gold. Um, wow. I think our our Monday uh, or Sunday morning run, yeah, the Crystal Spire, Crystal Spire went for 16K. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, uh, like we, I have a, usually a pretty good judge of it now. Like if the pot's about 100K, it's going to be about like a 3,500 cut per person kind of thing. So just pretty good. I mean, yeah, not bad. I yeah, mean, you, you really do, have, you have like some good luck runs like in a week. If I was just a yeah, consume raider and I didn't do the raid leading, so I was just like a normal player, I could probably make like 10K a week just doing SSC, TK, Hydral, BT, you know, so. Yeah, which is huge. So yeah, so it's kind of like a a building thing. Like I I assume I build up enough gold going to raids on my main that my guild's not doing. I get smaller cuts, then I can get into a point to where I can get those alts in those raids as a buyer, get some good luck. Then at once you can get one of your alts into current level content as a buyer slash carry that could be pretty sick cash right there a lot of the gold i mean a lot of the time it's similar players that come around all the time so like the a lot of the gold is kind of like it just changes hands between the same like handful of people in the sense of like it's like same like once people feel like it feels like going to a guild run i mean clearing bt in two and a half hours i mean that feels like just like normal guild run like we do a 9 a.m. run and we're done by like noon. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's instead of DKP, you're literally your gold is your DKP. That's all it is. So, yeah, I just I feel know. like hard to hard for someone to start out in just coming to the game, you know, that's where. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had we've had like people in the past where their buddy I don't know. We we've had new players come in, especially like SSC TKs and stuff. And what they'll do is like their buddy is the one that invited them, and then their buddy will like be like, "Hey, you know, I'll give you some gold, like, you know, get them up to up to speed, and eventually, like, they'll they'll be all fine." That's I mean, exactly my... what happened with me getting into um back in Vanilla. Kim was like, "Bob, bring your warlock," and then he bought me three items. He didn't tell me he was going to buy me three items. I just told him how much gold I had and I was planning to buy it. I bought one item, but he just bought me three other ones. And it's yeah, just I, like, bought, I bought my buddy uh, uh, the Archimon shield because I knew he wanted to like have it for his paladin. And I was like, ah, you're my friend, man. Like, I know you don't have a ton of gold. Like, I don't mind. Like, it's part of just have some fun. Yeah, so. well, if I would have noticed him doing that, I wasn't paying attention to like him buying items that he didn't need. 
And then just at the end, he just handed me three items. I was like, dude. <laughs> and then I remember the first time that I got a cut. I just got these four items. I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, uh, this you know, this was a ZG DKP during Nax times. But like all of a sudden, a trade window opens up, and he puts in 655 gold. And I was like, "What's this for?" And he's like, "That's your cut." And I was like, "Oh, oh, a cut too." Oh, <laughs> well, shoot, that pays for the item I bought. <laughs> like you know, I was just like. Yeah. It was just like nuts. It was it was it was a crazy concept to me at the time, but I I feel like I'm gonna get into a more here, especially after doing the one last night. But uh, let's move on to okay. Well, so let's move on to just like some up, some opinions and like kind of closing thoughts on on this. So overall, do you think DKPs are healthy for the game? Uh, I don't know. Depends. I I. I it's like a two-way street right like or double-edged sword i should say not a two-way street double-edged sword right like it, it has the negatives of like gold buying and stuff i myself haven't done any of that um but i don't know i think it's healthy in the sense of like it, it gives a lot of players that have like i mean a lot of our player base is not you know like 16 year olds like it used to be yeah. when we were like playing original tbc so gdkp is going to offer this like extra raid that doesn't necessarily have the same like commitments that like a actual raid team would have, you know? Um, and we get a lot of players like that, like, like players that you know work a very full-time job or a job that's like very, you know, scattered schedule and they can only really make GDKPs. So I think it's good in that regard against those players that maybe wouldn't even bother raiding, be able to raid, um, and still get like some kind of form of currency like DKP but you're getting gold in this regard. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think, I feel like I was listening to Zyrene talk about our snow podcast or talking about it. Maybe. Um, yeah. Prepared. They, yeah prepared. Uh, they were saying it's like, it hasn't, it doesn't, hasn't like our, our economy, even with the huge influx of players to Grobulus. Um, I mean, our, our economy is kind of like whatever it hasn't changed. If anything, like prices went down on a lot of stuff. Um, I don't think DKP's affects as much as I think a lot of players are hoarders. They just sit on their gold. So I don't really think that it affects too much of the economy in that regard. I mean, I think it's, it sucks that the people that want to buy gold and want to use it in that way is not, it's frowned upon obviously by blizzard. It's not allowed. Um, So it's unfortunate in that regard, but overall I think it's healthy for the game because it gets people playing. And sometimes people just can't play with a normal raid schedule. So, I, I wish I was a a hoarder. It would sit on my gold. I'm I'm so dumb with half the stuff I do. I was like, oh, hey, an engineering helicopters on on sale for five hundred and fifty gold. They do they normally go for around nine hundred. I'll buy it. Like, you know, and then they're I, like, I, do, I, I built mine like the first week. I hit yes. 70 in like four days and I was like, I'm doing it. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> I'm getting it. I want, I want it. See, <laughs> I like that with the chopper in Wrath. Like that, that oh, motorcycle cool is so cool. But today, I just like, I bought this stupid throwing weapon for my rogue that's like goes for like 1100 gold. And I bought it well. and, and equipped it before even using my brain and be like, why'd you just do that? I mean, it's, it's really good. Oh, yeah. It's it, a really oh, good yeah. one because it's like got really high, like it's really slow. So it does yeah. 
which really like does high damage. Yeah, which in PvP, like that's what you want. You want to be able to like because oftentimes that's that last hit you're getting off while you're CC. You know, five hundred or six hundred. Yeah, rather than yeah, you don't care if it's if it's fast. You want it to be slow because that first shot is instant. So it doesn't matter yeah. how fast or slow it is, but it's one that a lot of like top end guys use, but there was no need to buy that. Like I'm not going to be competing at the top end, like, cause I'm way behind in gear. So it's just like dumb stuff like that. I bought three different, you know, Epic mounts and everything. Epic fly. Yeah, G- GDKP is definitely, you, you, you got to have a little bit of an impulse control. See, I I'm almost scared I, when I get on with my rug. I, I'm like, bro, when, screw it. I'm going to throw in the boat. Oh that man. first that that first warglave that dropped, I almost just was like, I literally my guild was about to fund because I was playing my warrior at the time for the, oh. the GDKP, and I I still to this day won a warglave right, and I I switched to bear for main raid because we didn't have a bear, so I had a bear, so I like switched mains, um, and that warglave dropped, and dude, my guild was about to like fund me the warglave, but I would have been in like I would have been in debt for like months. I would have been running GDKPs to pay off that debt for months just just uh, curious uh how do the wargraves work is it main hand one hand or is it main hand offhand it's main hand one or sorry main hand and offhand so it's so, two separate so you only equip one it's another. it's still good even though it's so like even though the main hand's so slow for a full yeah, oh, a dude, yeah the main but oh no 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 i i i'm a oh man there's gonna be like a fight club hate me for saying this i wouldn't use it to tank i do i let a lot of our new bear tank um tank a lot of the fights that i don't really want to push my healers so i do uh, everything i can to dps as high as i can as a prot warrior gotcha uh, okay like i made, dragon strike, I made all that like yeah i've like i mean i have i have very good parses as a prot um but I also have very good parses as a DPS. Like there was fights where I'll do like Terran Gorfiend, I'll do almost 3k as a prot warrior, just wearing full DPS gear. That's sick. Um, yeah. So like I don't I I wanted it because I wanted it because I just want it. Like I I, I love Warrior and I've never had Warglaves, so I just wanted it. But man, yeah, that GDKPs require a bit of impulse control. That is a hundred percent for sure. You can you can get yourself <laughs> into some trouble real real quick. I'm a little worried, of, but so, <laughs> so, okay. So yeah, I don't know. Like, are you ever weary of people that come in that you're like, just pretty sure they bought gold or cause I mean, it's not your job to Hard police to know. that. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I wouldn't kick somebody out because of that. So don't, don't think I'm trying to shame you at all or anything like that. But yeah, I, I, sometimes we don't even know. Like, I mean, Sometimes like players come in, like there was a guy that dropped like like 25k in one run, like just on various items, not like one item. Um, and I was like, yo, where is this guy got us all his gold? He's like showing up here in like blues and like gruel mag gear, like <laughs> the heck. And I didn't realize by the end of it, it was another guy that has like actively runs GDKPs on his main, and that was just his all. So he like funneled all his gold for his all. So I my first assumption was like, oh, he bought all that gold. There's no way someone in that kind of gear has all this gold without buying. And it turned out he just it was an alt. Um, so I don't know. I mean, there's no way to know. Like if you ask someone, they're not going to like blatantly tell you, oh, yeah, I bought gold. You know, that's, and that's I I also wonder how how many people don't realize that are kind of casual. How, how many people don't realize 
how much easier it is to actually make gold in TBC. Like I was telling oh, yeah. Mel because Mel, she's you know a VP at her company. She doesn't have tons of time to do extracurricular mm-hmm. stuff. She takes time off of work when stuff's coming out, when she has to push hard, stuff like that. You know, like so. Like she just doesn't know, and I'm like, dude, I made three k last last week just messing around in Skittis, like yeah. for like yeah. a few hours a day. Like it's you're getting these 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 drops, like you're getting tons of of um, greens. Now I do have a net a network of the different, uh, you know. Like I got a disenchanter. I got, you know, like any green I gets turning into more money, any cloth I gets turning into greens that then turn into in enchanting mats. Everything's kind of building on each other, you know? And so it's yeah. like, I, yes, if you're just getting raw gold and selling everything you get, yeah, maybe it's not the best, but dude, you're getting like drops. Like today I just worked up all of my rogues, uh, one-handed abilities while I was trying to get my cure and I rep up. And I've made like, it was like three hours, 17 greens, like 25 That's stacks money. of cloth that are going to turn yeah. into to greens. Like this, this, this all builds up. And then probably I think my farm log told me like 50 gold of raw gold. So at the end of the day, I'm, 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 I made like, 500 gold just on working up those things. And so if you do stuff like Skedis where you're killing all the bosses and stuff, there's tons of cash to be made, many different farms. I don't think casual people realize it is easy to make gold. It's, you know, I mean, you could, you could literally just be a disenchanter and run five pans and just prismatic self anywhere from 20 to 30 gold each. I mean, you get 10 of them, there's 300 gold, you know, that's honestly pretty easy to get too. And there's a few different classes that could run different dungeons, especially, and even with like somebody coming back, like the, the PVP season one gear is pretty damn stacked Mm -hmm. for any type Mm -hmm. of solo uh, grinding. So I think a lot of people just don't realize now, you know, of course, like 10,000 gold is not easy to make. I, I know that I'm just saying that like, it is easier than I think people that are casual that don't play a ton think about. Yeah. So and I, I think GDKPs there's that barrier of entry is like kind of high, but like once you get in and you like put in the work and you kind of show up and you're a good player and stuff, like you kind of like get invited back, you get rostered multiple times before you know it. Like, um, like crap, like one of our, uh, one of our mains, uh, in our main Raiders, we like have a rotating bench. Um, he's got sat each week. He got sat a war glaive drop. So out of the two, out of those three Warglaves, he was at two of them. He doesn't need any gear, so he's basically like a hard carry, and he just he just made three k to just go into a BT because he got sat from main run. Yeah. Um, and and to two weeks made six k gold. Like he's like, I don't even know what to do with this gold. Like I just you know I use it for other stuff like you know consumes or my alts or something. So there's definitely ways to like you once you get in that that past that barrier of entry, you can really just make a lot of gold just by showing up and rating. I feel like yours, you know, is a lot more intimate than the server that I joined. I joined a server that like I told you before we started recording every day has about 20, you know, different runs going run by different people like every day of the week. And so that's a little bit more crazy. And like, you're trying to like parse through all of that. It's, 
it's kind of a lot of work for that server to get into it. I it took me a good hour to figure out. Okay, this is how I do everything. Like after I got you know because you have to submit your logs and all of that and stuff yep, like yep, to show yep. your gear and stuff and like I had to really parse through and then I figured out okay this is what I need to do and you know got in runs but I feel like yours would be a lot easier to jump in because it's not as just you know saturated with just so many options where it's you know but yeah, I feel like it would just be a little more fun once you got to know the people because that would it yeah. would feel more like a guild. Because last night I felt like the new kid in class, where I've just moved to a new to a new town and I went to class and twenty five people know ever know each other and I don't know anybody. And it's definitely like it's definitely its own little community. That's for <laughs> sure. And it's kind of cool though. I mean, like a lot of the time, you know, even if someone like you know like two people are battling out for like madness of the betrayer or something right and the person wins like no one's really salty to like one another at least in our community i think we've had like one bad apple in our past but uh most of the time we're just stoked like hey man like grats dude like it's more or less like this community of like hey we're like yeah we're happy we're getting paid to basically raid with you but you know we're happy that you got a piece of gear that you really wanted obviously so i don't know it's kind of like it's like little network of people that we have like new people come in and it's just like, it's really like open kind of just like come have fun, play well and like get rewarded with gold at the end. So. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people also don't realize that, you know, they think GDKPs are new. How refined GDKPs are is new. Buying yeah. gear from a guild has been a process since forever and usually i remember it back in original wrath original vanilla we did it i oh, mean wow. we would bring in one or two people especially to like because you were still running uh, molten core every week and blackwing lair every week like mm. so especially at those times we 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 would bring in a bunch of new people that had just started playing world of warcraft and they would buy stuff with the gold they had farmed you know and it's just like we didn't fund the guild bank. They did by farming. You know, I've talked about that a few different times, but that's always been there. It's just now it's more refined and a little bit more fair, probably for everybody that does them because they're getting a payout. Because our we didn't get paid out. We just had to go because the guild, and then yeah. the guild just got that bought flasks, everything else we needed for raiding. But I think I I don't know. I I'm I'm so biased, like because I run help or i shouldn't say i run it individually i help run our main run um and it's just kind of like a it's just like a fun option of like still being able to raid and building my own little community of people that i like to raid with that aren't even in our guild but they're in different guilds and we're all just like kind of friends and we just go and have some fun together because at the end of the day i think like tyrannosaur said we're all there to play the game and have fun and raid together so well and then on top of that like if i get sat I'm one of those people that wants to run it every week. And if I get sat, I'm like going to understand lots of the times and deal with it. But I'm going to be salty inside and be really upset. So it'd be neat if, you know, to be in a guild that has the option to be like, okay, well, I got sat this week or I just going to go make it. To, yeah, I'll go to the GDKP or if you can't make it, you know, like. I, I always make it like I'm almost never not at raid. Like I've been that way since 
uh, I mean, since before classic, but it's just the way I am. Like I'm going to be there if I say I'm going to be there, but still though, yeah, like if you get sad, be, you have a great cool. option. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a cool option. And a lot of the time, like since we run the show, like mastermind, the guild runs the show, like anyone that gets sat from either main raid team, because we have like a East and a West team. Um, we always make it an effort to make sure they're rostered. If they can make the schedule, um of the ggkp they got a spot you know hey you don't have to buy something because we know you're a good player if anything you're going to come and just help carry um and so and that a lot, sometimes people just want to have a week off but like you said a lot of people just want to raid every week so we've had those people come in they just make some passive gold and they get to have some fun and go and raid so. and see that's that's awesome because then they could fund some consumes for the next week that's a really yeah, big yeah. positive so yep. do you think gdkps are going to continue to expand and become more popular as as we move into wrath i think so especially with the introduction of like 10 mans and stuff um i know that 25 mans are technically the better gear or whatever um but i don't think i don't think gdkps are going anywhere i think if anything they're going to get more and more popular i mean i've 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 seen them popping up like crazy more and more like like lately you know so well and like the one i did last night like yeah current content's gonna be a bunch but people gotta even just in tbc when the isle of quelled quelled anas comes in casual people's gold uh income is going to increase quite a bit it's a really fast way to make gold passively over a week's time if you only got an hour a night to play on most nights like it's going to be really nice for them and like a lot of the items that went in this g g dkp some of them went for only like 250 you know like there were definitely the five and six k things but you Mm -hmm. can definitely start gearing early on in the older raids so like that's something to think about it like just getting starter gear for someone just coming back, like you definitely, it, you know, it's a process to move up, but getting the gold is going to help you continue to move up. So I think it's, I think it's definitely, it's hard to get into. It's not as nice as just getting thrown in a guild at the start of an expansion, but you know, would have had to start the expansion, you know? So, um, yeah. Do you think it could ever become the most popular way to play it? Like guilds just wouldn't be a thing. Like I talked about this last week, but it seems weird. Like what's your means to an end in that case? But here, do you think it will get more popular and then tell me what the means to an end is? If you don't have an actual premium guild run every week. Um, do I think it, I think, I don't know if it will ever outshine an, an OG guild just because that's like how people play. But no, I mean, but do you I, think it'll be more people will do GDKPs than do like actual guild runs? Like, do you think it'll no, become okay? I don't think so. I don't think so. And the reason being is that people, one, people just some, some people just don't care. They, they want to run with the same people they run with every week because the community they have being their guild or whatever, the raid team. Um, so I don't think that's ever going to be the case. And I think a lot of people give it a bad idea. It's like, well, people that run GDKPs, like you're never going to parse, you're never going to do well. I mean, crap, dude, we have like, we have tons of people in GDKP that we run that parse 99s, you know, top, top hundreds, you know, easy it sounds because like, we try to structure the group. Well, yeah, that, it sounds you know, like you're doing a work. good job of that. 
Yeah. And it makes, I mean, a lot of people get experience like coming to the GDKP and they can be like, you know, I want to find a guild. Like I'm actually into this. I'm actually excited about raiding. I want to find a guild and they actually have something to fall back on because they've been raiding with like a GDKP. So I don't know if it will outshine it, but I think they'll just keep growing in popularity. I think you're going to see like the SR runs kind of dissipating because people just don't want to go to it. I mean, I hardly see them at all going on. Yeah. That's I mean, kind of like I felt like you saw it more. I feel like you saw it more in Vanilla Classic than you do now. But well, and they're only taking you like I mean, I had like pure, I had half PvP gear and half like current purchased uh, Bis Rogue uh, PVE gear and like everything enchanted, and they wouldn't take me to an SR uh, like a uh, you know a soft res for ZA. Like they just wouldn't take me. Like they just would drop me. Like they were trying to take only people, you know, that were like geared as hell. So like, you're not like, I think getting into those SR groups now are like really hard. Yeah. Because I think SR has just got like a bad name for themselves. Like it's just like the worst players show up. So then they like, like you said, like people just quit halfway through because their item didn't drop or. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they just wouldn't even give me a chance. Like it's kind of, it kind of feels like old school wrath where it's like link achievement. Link link your achievement. (laughs) Uh, Where's your ahead of the curve uh, achievement. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I hated that. I I usually could talk people into taking my mains. I'd be like, I'll log in my main and send you that achievement to let you know I could do it. Yeah. Usually oh, there's a there's another fun thing we do in our GDKPs, and it's probably frowned upon, but you guys do it in your run. We gamble all the time, like from the <laughs> trash from Soul of Reliquary and like Blood Boil to Mother. Oh man, there's there there at one point there was a 10k a gamble, and it was nuts. Like I think the whole raid came to a halt and and watched it play out. It was like four people, and I think the person lost like 6k gold. It was hilarious. Damn. I but think yeah, the highest there's, there's we've so done much gambling. 5K, I think, is the highest. Although there might have been some like one on ones that were at that level, but. It's the, it, it like, I don't know. The it's more like, gold you like get, this, the like, more in, incentivized you are. Like everybody's yeah, there, yeah. you know. I don't, I don't know, though. It just feels like it could be troublesome, but. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I don't, but the gambling, I lost, I've lost like 8K in gambling. So I, I, I'll, I have the add on, so I host it for everyone, but I don't even, I don't even, I don't even join that. I, I learned my lesson very quickly. I don't do it. <laughs> nobody, nobody likes when I do it. Cause I do 200 gold and 300 gold ones. And they're like, <laughs> we, Come usually, on. we do, we do like a thousand. Cause like you'll have like 10, 15 people get in. So it's never like a crazy amount of gold loss, but. It's yeah, still it's, it's still pretty funny when we're all like, you know, doing trash and someone rolls like a 10 and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> See, well, I think you're doing GDKPs right, because like basically the way the groups were set up last night for for mine, like and, like and having, you know, pure carries, and you know, pure buyers and stuff like I only had a like a handful of plus 90 like 90s parses. I think my highest was a 95. And like, I should be able to parse the shit out of SSCTK in my current gear. And it just like, there wasn't the opportunity for that. So I fear Mm -hmm. that they get as good as yours do. And then people are okay with just having that as the only thing they do. And that worries me some just because 
I'm an old dude, like get off my lawn, you know, like change is hard, but I do see the, I see so many more benefits in it than cons. And I think there's just a few things that worry me about it as all. Yeah. I, it's it. everyone has their way. They want to play the game. I, like I said, I, I lead an, an officer with a main raid that does LC loot. And I, we deal with people that get upset about loot and stuff. And it's kind of like the GDKP is this nice strike of balance of like, if someone really wants something, you got to buy it. Like, sorry. You know, it's like, I have no say in the price that is put on it and it is what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think we've covered a bunch. I didn't expect you to actually go this long, but that's usually that's, that's my MO. (laughs) All good. (laughs) But, uh, do you have any closing thoughts you might want to, throw out there uh gdkps are not always funded by gold buyers there are plenty of people that really do earn gold we don't i mean and gdkps are all all the same like what bob was saying his gdkp had hard carries our gdkps don't always have massive pots um sometimes the pot i mean man there was I, i hate saying this we had a bt where it was the pot was 40k to give you perspective we had an ssc tk do 70 and yeah. we had a BT do 40 and it was, it was rough, but the raid was fine. Like it was a clean raid. It's just people didn't have a lot of gold. So it was, everyone walked away with a little bit of gold and gear, obviously, but I don't know. There's this like presumption or uh, assumption that GDKPs are all the same, but they're all run differently, just like a guild does. So hey, I feel like their way of doing loot. I feel like it's just like a, not just like, but there's similarities to, a loot council guild and GDKP regular runs. And I think like it goes down to the same principle, greed of whoever's running it. And, mm-hmm. and just like, if you have a good loot council, loot council goes good. Normally, if you have a good uh, GDKP, it seems to go good also, but you'll, you're going to get the people that are greedy and want everything for themselves that are going to really like, screw it up for everybody else so i guess it's just it's just like anything else like there's there's good ones and bad ones but there's there's always a thing to remember though if someone really wants that piece of loot and they pay that price you're getting that gold too <laughs> like that is if a- they really if they really want to get that item and they really want to throw down for it everyone's getting a piece of what he put in so. that is a good band-aid for like just the sadness of not getting a piece Oh yeah, trust me. I saw uh, a glaive go for. We've actually had four main hands drop in our BT, actually, but um, we had a glaive go for thirty k. After having a glaive go for ninety five k, and the reason being is someone, the person that bid it up, didn't show, and we didn't the uh, the backup person that he was bidding against didn't answer his Discord DMs, so we brought in another person and he he's like oh, this is all the gold i have i feel bad i'm only spending this much because we just had one go for almost 100k and everyone else was like well this sucks and it's like well i mean if people don't show i mean we gotta i mean at least he threw down as much as he could you know so that guy had to be like i'm sorry guys use the mic oh! <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he's just like oh my god i gotta oh, he's yeah. like dancing doing the you know the jump <laughs> you know tapping his heels together at each side like i, oh, I can just a, imagine yeah, oh I, I totally forgot like that's another thing that we do um so like if you buy uh, a main hand or an offhand right uh and you bought the main hand for 65k 
you're guaranteed depending on the order it drops. So if you're the first person to get the main hand, which we've already had, we have a list of four people now that all have main hands. Um, you're always going to get a spot above someone else if you can make it. And you're only, you have to pay what you paid for the first one. So you're like locked in at that price. So you're guaranteed to get the other half for the same amount you paid in the order that you got it. That's so if you're nice. first, That's you get nice. the first. So it's like kind of like the stress out of it for them. And yeah, they know yeah. what they're going to be paying for it. And they yeah, know so that like ahead of time, that, you know, so they're, they're spending half of their budget. If they're trying to spend their whole budget on it, they're spending half their budget on the first or just knowing they're working towards that other part, you know? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I forgot to add that in and like kind of the rules and stuff, because I think that's kind of cool and it's kind of nice to be, you know, hey, if I spend all this gold, like, you know, at least I'm owed a spot. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, at the bench, like when the offhand drops, like, no, like if I'm second, I'll be second in line to get it. If I have the gold, if you don't have the gold, they'll, you know, most people, most of the people that have bid that much obviously have the gold but if they don't have that much gold they tell us ahead of time like hey man i just don't have the gold yet and so it's like all right well then we'll off it uh auction it off to like whoever is the highest bidder nice. um but you won't be able to auction on it because you you set you had that locked in price so but we cool. we haven't had that issue because we haven't seen an offhand so oh cool all right well I think that's it for for uh, me. Do you have any uh, do you have any shout outs you want to do? Uh, do you stream or um, anything like that? I will. I now that I bought a webcam for this specifically, <laughs> I'll start streaming more often. Um, but I have two plugs for you. Awesome. Um, Shoot. Let's see, do you want me to just send it in the chat? Oh well, well plug it here and then uh, send it to me in the chat, and I'll put it in the show notes also. Okay, so my Discord stream is Game Freak um or discord name uh twitch and it's game under space freak spelled p-h-r-e-a-k-k and then my other buddy socks who does a lot of the master looting and uh rostering and all that kind of vetting stuff his uh twitch he streams a lot almost every one of our gdkps he streams um and that's prenups and that's P R E. N U P Z Z. Awesome. Really nice awesome. dude. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, we'll have those in the show notes, guys, for uh so the show description for you to check out. And did you say the server you're on again? I forget, because people might want to join your D your GDKPs if they hear this. We're horde on Grobulus, and the guild that we're in is called Mastermind. Uh, Grobulus. I wanted to go to Grobulus. You should have so you should have came over. You should have uh, came over. I wanted to go. So I know bad. you guys were going back and forth, and I was like, "Man, I would love to kill Bob <laughs> so much." <laughs> There's so many people that wanted that too. So many people. Yeah, we're on Benediction, and now I just get tells of people wanting to duel because they want to kill me. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> oh man. But so okay. Well, uh, all right. Well, we're gonna get back when you send it back to the regular show. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. 
If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashLoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 